Support for WRFA is brought to you in part by the United Ways of Chautauqua County. United Way is a nonprofit organization with a mission to mobilize the community to help every person and family improve their lives. Last year, their Volunteer Income Tax Assistance, or VITA program, helped 1,400 households file their taxes for free. This year, the expanded child tax credit is available to Chautauqua County households with children, even if they don't normally file taxes or have a recent income. Nearly every parent or caregiver of a child with a Social Security number can receive up to $3,600 per child, and it's not too late. Learn more at getctc.org chq. It only takes about 15 minutes online to claim the child tax credit and learn about eligibility. The United Ways of Chautauqua County, proud supporters of Community Radio in Jamestown, New York. To learn more, visit UASCC.org or UnitedWayNCC.org. You are tuned in to 107.9 WRFA. You're listening to Arts on Fire, and I'm your host, Anthony Merchant. And on this one, I am joined in studio by Julie Rockcastle of The Heron to discuss the Beyond the Blue music series, which kicks off tomorrow, July 16th at The Heron. We're going to talk Beyond the Blue and everything else that is uh, going on. they got a lot of music for the uh, area. So, Julie, how are you today? <laughs> busy. <laughs> Everybody's busy. I know that. But we're hustling, getting ready to do this. Uh, and, and, you know, just please just punch that we're, you know, able to have more music this summer and looking forward to seeing people tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, like, that That has to be, like, it's the big payoff tomorrow. It, it's, like, every everything leading up. On top of, I mean, the, the the Great Blue Heron Festival was just a few weeks ago. Right. So, I mean, you know, not even the first thing of the year, but we're really kicking off, uh, you know, Beyond the Blue there tomorrow. Right. So, I mean, let's get into all of that. But I, I guess to, like, start, what is, what is your role in everything? Like, like what do you do? Oh, well, my husband and I uh, own the land. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. Big part. Big part, <laughs> of, big part of that, yeah. <laughs> and, of course, I've been there since the beginning, you know, working with David Tidquist on the Great Blue Heron Music Festival since 1992. So, yeah. So, you know, we take care of the land. My husband does more farming uh, activities than I do. But we both kind of, you know, bounce from one part of our enterprises to the other. It is like, a, I mean, I feel like there are so many different facets of things to do there. Like, I'm sure there's not just one position of like, well, I just do this one. There's <laughs> no. too much to do. <laughs> no. <laughs> Same with their, you know, the staff we have has been wonderful and they definitely multitask, you know, all summer, the last two years we've been just sort of, you know, shooting from the hip and figuring out what we're doing as we go. And so they're, they're really adaptable folks as we are. And we just try to keep rolling. Keep it going. Yeah. Well, let's let's get into this. I mean, because again, tomorrow we have like a whole day of great music for people with Beyond the Blue. Like, yeah. Yeah. you just like like let's talk about this. Like, how long is how long has this been in the works? What can we expect? Like, like what what is Beyond the Blue? Let us know a bit about this. Yeah. Well, I think the phrase makes good sense for us. You know, we've been through the pandemic and you know trying to pivot a little bit into camping. Um, and so we are a campground on the weekends that we're not doing music. And so, you know, it sort of is uh, a phase for us of new invention and, you know, what is beyond the Great Blue Heron Music Festival for us. So the name came about, you know, in all those brainstorms you have and thought, that makes really good sense. What is beyond the blue for us? And, and this is what we decided to do this year. We have four more music weekends. The first three are just one day musics like tomorrow everything's all one day and then labor day we have a full three-day event again 
Smaller probably than the Heron, but similar, hopefully. Still music fest for sure. Lots of music. We're all about live music. <laughs> it's so beautiful out there to be under the trees, in the shade, you know, dancing in the sand. Nothing like live music outdoors. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think a lot of people are going to be happy, too. I feel like like the Great Blue Heron Festival is like such a big thing for so many people's summers, and now you're extending it like far beyond. You know, let's talk some of the performers tomorrow. Like, if we're, if we're coming out, who can we can uh, expect to see out there playing? Yeah, yeah. Well, we start the day with our plate scrapers band we've never seen before, but was highly recommended by Tyler Westcott from Folk Faces. So that's that's a funky bluegrass band, kind of like Tyler's band out of Buffalo. Uh, Upstate is a really beautiful harmonic couple sisters, uh, more Americana than bluegrass, and they just they just are beautiful to listen to. Um, then about seven o'clock, we got Arcadian Wild. I think they come from Nashville. Oh, nice! You just you, you got to look them up and listen to them. They're very intricate. Um, instrumentation and again it's kind of uh, bluegrassy kind of instruments you know old, old time or whatever and they're just really talented people dirty blanket is nine o'clock and just you know wild funky bluegrass stuff they're they're kind of on the lines of the avat brothers you know oh, yeah, yeah. yeah who we had it with us long long time ago nice and then bella's bar talk at 11 they're just crazy wild a little bit like klezmer like uh the clam bake if anybody remembers remembers them from way back and they're just gonna be crazy wild and fun so yeah all day of music I like I like the like like everyone like like you're talking about the music kind of describing all the artists like they all kind of weave together I think you will like everything but they also kind of have their own identities like it's not all yes. kind of one sound where yeah you know you're gonna you're gonna get the same band five times right. over you're right gonna... yeah it's not a whole day of bluegrass for sure and we started out thinking we'd do that we're like no 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 we you know the heron is always good at bringing new art um artists you know and and trying new things and like we've seen some of these but we've never had bella's bar talk plate scrapers upstate was here for night lights music festival one time and you know so we love to mix the old with the new and try new stuff and and mix up the genres you know nice nice and and again i mean it's first of uh you got four of these coming up which is uh which is awesome yeah for for this year though, I mean, going going back for a second, because again, the Great Blue Heron Festival is just a few weeks ago. How was this year's uh, festival? How did that go? It was lovely. It was just couldn't have been better. You know, we were shooting for a little smaller, gentler event um, and easier to manage. Um, our numbers were down a little bit. And we were happy about that. It was just kind of weird <laughs> for an event, but we just you know we had this little time when the pandemic you know shut us down and we're like time to step back and go like you know this is a complicated thing to do and it's so hard to manage 600 volunteers and all of this so we got down to like 250 volunteers and that's more manageable you know on a, on a three-day weekend and and so that system got easier and a bunch of other things we just shifted a little bit and and even made the the day calmer we had two stages and we flip-flop from one to the other and music started over here and ended over there and so people moved you know from from stage to stage and and we were just really really happy with the results you know we had a beautiful weekend that is awesome and it's also i mean that is crazy that like the drop is from 600 to 250 because even 250 sounds like a lot of people to have to for, have for the volunteers yeah yeah, for yeah, volunteers. yeah yeah like that's still a lot yeah. of people yeah 
Yes, <laughs> it is. Of course, some work before, some after, and you know we have twenty different crews, you know, that are managing the parts of it all. It's like a little, you know, town pops up, and you got to have all the services. You know, you got to have your first aid in your kitchen, and your, you know, parking and security, and blah blah blah. You know, a lot of lot of lot of moving parts there. But um, you know, we we were trimmed it way down, maybe a little too far. We could probably have used a few more volunteers, but that's okay, and we'll figure that out in another year. I, I like that behind the scenes stuff of like festivals and th- I mean you have you have so much going on there like is it just a year round thing putting on the festival like is it oh, always yeah. you're oh, always yeah. working on the next year and <laughs> yeah. stuff I assume yes you know we'll have to regroup after Labor Day you know our last event and just so you know decide how we did see if the numbers worked out and all that stuff and then start thinking about you know what genres and styles we want to present next year and what artists that's a that's a long process trying to figure out you know what you're going to have for music in the next year so we have to take a couple months to work on that. That, that really does. Like, it's one of those things where you, you just think if you're just, if you're attending it, you know, it's like a three-day festival or something like that. But the, it, yeah. far beyond three, day, three days is <laughs> beyond, like, beyond. Beyond the hair and again. Yeah. I love that word. Even the, I mean, even Labor Day, that's not too long after after all these festivals. Like, basically, you're done and it's like, all right, time for 2023. Yeah. Time, time for the next one. Yeah. You have to really make a lot of notes, you know, when you get to the end of the year and have a bunch of meetings and do some strategy planning, all that stuff, yeah. It's but part- we've been doing that for years, you know. We're always evolving and trying to improve on what we're doing and, and make these little little steps to make the experience better for everybody. It might it like, might be hard to, like, put your finger on something, like, exactly specific, but, like, I, the Great Blue Heron Festival has been going out, like you just said, for, I mean, 30 this, years now? This would have been our 31st, but we called oh. it called it our 29th. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people have had those anniversaries, I feel like, last few years where, yeah, it's I on. know, but next year would be our 30th, yeah, for but, sure. But, like, to think of how long it's been going on, like, I mean, I don't, I don't know there's anything you could specifically credit to why it's just, it's been such a hit, why it's such a big thing for the community, why mm. so many people come out, but mm-hmm. is there anything that comes to mind on why you think it's mm-hmm. lasted so long and it continues to grow, too? You're this far in, and now you're doing Beyond the blue yeah, and all these things. Right, right, right. You know, I think it's the land. I think it's also the fact that we own the land and we can improve it as we see fit for this event. You know, a lot of events got to use downtowns or they got to use a fairground. And, you know, they have to bring everything in and set it up and take it away. And, and we can just keep improving on what's there. And so that makes, you know, it really sweet to just add pieces of art or, you know, buildings that help us out and, and physical spaces we can use in different ways and try things. So I think that's that's a big part of it. And then, of course, just the energy of the land. I think we hear that over and over and over. This place just feels so special it feels magical the experiences people have there add to the energy of the place you know so it, we've built that up for over 30 years so it, people come down the driveway like oh I just I can feel it when I drive in you know I'm like for me I come and go every day you know but it's great to hear that from other people and it, it really sparks our um, enthusiasm to keep going you know it's very special and I think you know like you were saying I didn't think about it before either but being able to be like you own the land, you're kind of, it, it all seems like it's kind of one thing instead of you're like maybe one entity and then you have to go find the venue and then you have to yeah. go find this yeah. and that. And you yeah. have, now yeah. you're getting all these different people in and, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it just gets harder the more people you add in. Being being independent like that, I feel like probably yeah. is also a very yeah. a strong thing. And we have some volunteers that have been with us for 30 years. Wow. Yeah. 
<laughs> yep, or 25 or 20, you know. So they'd know their pieces and they, you know, think about, you know, how to get ready for the next one. And, and so there's a lot of um, ownership, you know, amongst the crew and the, and the volunteers, you know, that come year after year. On top of the, uh, you know, on top of these four Beyond the Blues coming up, Anything else going on around the uh, Heron this summer? Anything else up there we should uh, check out? Yeah, we have the um, 5K trail run coming up in August. Oh, nice. Uh, it's a Sunday in August. Uh, I think it's the 15th. That's a benefit. Well, it's, it's going to be a benefit for um, Lexi and a fund at Jamestown High School. Um, but um, it's dedicated to Dave McDonald, who's like, you know, rock star guy that we lost a couple years ago from the music and local community. So uh, it's the Dave McDonald 5K trail run. Um, so that's really special. Uh, next weekend, we actually have a horse event. We've been doing some equestrian out there. And uh, there's one lady that's driving the ship on that one. And, and uh, so you can register to do these horse challenges and trail rides. I think that's next Saturday or Sunday or both. Um, yeah, so things like that. Of course, there's always the farm store and, you know, coming to just check out our farm products and things like that. Well, hopefully we'll do a little more tours and things with the farm, you know, after we get past all the music. Uh, yeah, yeah, you come for the music, but stay for all the, I mean, there's so many other things to like go up there and, and you know, check out. I, I do like that, yeah. that it, I mean, again, the beyond the blue thing, but like beyond just coming up for a music festival right. once, like yeah. you could spend all summer up there, it sounds like basically. We do have people that spend all summer up there. <laughs> Mostly staff and all that. Come but, be one yeah. of them. But uh, uh, yeah, where uh, you know where can we find the info? Um, you know, oh. like like find the stuff online. Is there a place right. to go find it? Tickets at the door tomorrow. Can we yeah. can we just yep. show up? Tickets at the door yep. and all that yep. kind of stuff. Yep. Everything is on um, either social media, of course, or our website is uh, theheron.org. Yeah, you got to get the org part right. But um, yeah, and that's got all our Airbnb listings and campground stuff and the farm stuff and, you know, sort of one website that covers it all. You'll find everything we've been talking about. You'll find all those events. Yeah. You'll find all yeah. the, all that good stuff. Well, I don't know if the horse thing is there or the race. It's hard to keep the calendar up, but, you know. You'll find most of it. You'll, yes, find, a lot you can, of, you'll find a lot of stuff on there. You can find a phone number and then we'll talk about it. Nice. Is there, uh, I mean, is there anything else we should add? Anything we've uh, forgotten or, or missed going on? Yeah. Well, just to tell you about um, Beyond the Boot 2, 3, and 4, yeah. the second one is more like a reggae weekend with Giant oh, nice. Panda, Gorilla Dubs, Dub Squad, and Mosaic Foundation, a bunch of others, along with Kisakola, who's like Native American, Grammy winner, winner oh, you know. Nice. So we've got like a Amer Native American and uh, reggae thing for that weekend. And the next one is funk, Jimkata with uh, the Comb Down, Oregon Fairchild, you know, again, mixing genres, but kind of, you know, putting them together. And then Labor Day just, you know, has a bunch of mixed stuff. Got some dead bands and some bluegrass bands and, you know, a real nice collaboration of things. So. Oh, that's awesome. Like a little yeah. bit of everything kind of yeah. bringing together every, kind of throughout the summer. And then, then yeah, a it's like kind of like every two weeks. So, you know, just check our website and, and plan to come. Theheron.org, right? That is where, that's that's right. where we go yes. for all that information. Yes, thank you. Julie, it has been a uh, fun talking to you, talking again, Beyond the Blue, going on tomorrow. You should go get in. A, it's going to be beautiful out. Get in a day of music. 
right right up there Absolutely. beautiful area too you might then you might go back camping or something who knows that's right yeah we got food vendors and we're serving big inlet um beer and ciders and stuff so really all you need is your dancing shoes or maybe just your bare feet i don't know <laughs> <laughs> maybe a chair yeah. julia it, it's been very very fun talking to you and uh again Go check out Beyond the Blue, and you're tuned in to Arts on Fire right here on 107.9 WRFA.